0: And welcome to this returning episode. This royal episode of K Fabe is not dead. I'm your host, CJ. And who do we got today?
1: Oh, hell yeah. Is
0: is that who I the think it is? Adapter. Oh, is the Dapster. <laughs> so, man, we have. A lot to talk about.
1: Much to talk about.
0: So much to talk about.
1: So. I mean, we got changing. We got veterans coming back. We got. Choose. So much has happened. <laughs>
0: well, in the turn I, of the year. <laughs> well, I'm. I'm so. I'm so glad that you brought that up because that that can segue beautifully into the fact that Raw 25, ladies and gentlemen, was the worst. My God.
1: I don't think it was the worst. I think it was the best Raw of the year.
0: Okay. Well, considering they've only had, what, three or four of them so far, technically? And the
1: best of the four.
0: (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) Um so, okay. I I guess my biggest beef is the fact that WWE can always does this. They hype they hype shit up to like the 10th degree ever ever since it might even have been before this, but <clears throat> ever ever since at least the the turn of the year. So, when we got into 2018, uh, they've been hyping this up. Oh, it's the 25th anniversary. We're gonna have a bu- bunch of superstars. Blah blah blah. We're gonna have two different uh, locations, and you know we're,
1: we're that I thought was stupid. Uh,
0: it it was just like they they set themselves up for failure because I mean, how many times have they hyped something up to this degree and actually paid it off? Successfully, I don't think they're... Tra- I mean, you're the historian. I don't think their track record is... Um... It's,
1: not, it's not that good. Yeah. But I will tell you the most recent payoff, it's only really in probably my eyes, not yours, because I know how you feel about this performer or <laughs> wrestler, but I think the biggest hype, well, not ever, but within the recent years since... You've been watching. Mm Mm-hmm. The return... What was that? Completely... The return of Goldberg... Oh. Destroy Brock Lesnar in, like, 30 seconds.
0: That was an awesome moment. uh, Because, you know, I don't... I mean, unless you're, like listening to Dave Meltzer and like following his every tweet, you probably didn't know that was happening. And and that's what made it awesome. And that 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 just proves my point. If they if they didn't hype this up at all, if they just did this. If they if they just had this show and then, you know, we got Stone Cold, we got Undertaker, we got Trish Stratus. We got all of these cameos, you know, brother love and uh we get some poker with the APA and all, all this other crazy stuff. If they just had that without hyping anything up and then they just said, Oh, hey, by the way, guys, it's Raw 25 at the start of the show. You know, they, the, you know, Michael Cole goes on his little corporate rant about how awesome everything's going to be. And then they just, and, and then we got the show that we got. Then my opinion would have been completely different. I would have said I,
1: it would have been an awesome Raw. I think the only reason why they hype it up though is because besides pay-per-views besides WrestleMania they never sell out. I feel like they're like we're going to have two arenas going like 5,000 people another one that fits like 10.
0: Well, you're you're exactly Well, you're exactly right because uh, guess what? Uh, I I was re- I don't know if you saw on Twitter or Reddit, but people have been freaking out because apparently the the Manhattan show, which uh for the people that did not watch Raw uh I, I would DVR it and just you know fast forward through most of it, but if uh if you didn't watch the Manhattan show, got robbed and people. Su- Supposedly, paid uh, face value up to four hundred dollars. That's not including like the scalping price or anything like that. how How would that make you feel if you went to that Manhattan show? And let's say you didn't even pay four hundred. Let's say you got cheap seats for a hundred bucks. Even at a hundred bucks, I would have been pissed off.
1: So much that I. This is what I noticed with the Manhattan show is if you watched the week before where they went over for like an hour of the 25 great moments people that i noticed in the arena during like the first raw and stuff showed were in the manhattan one so like their original seats 25 years later but i will tell you this much Did like about this 25 Raw was like you said, there were only four matches, but I felt like my intent, my attention was held on to longer hours than any other Raw where they have eight, nine matches on the card. Well, they had were pretty much this. I mean, you had Ray Wyatt versus Matt Hardy.
0: Which was okay. It was really short.
1: But I think it was short because of the whole DX moment right after. But yeah. I mean, you had the Roman Reigns Miz match that went on for a while.
0: That that was probably uh, besides some of the side moments. As far as the wrestling was concerned, that was definitely the best match of the night. And uh, you know, it, it, I I'm kind of surprised. I'm kind of surprised they didn't like. You know, if they made if they made that the main event, if they closed with that, I I think a a lot of people's opinions would have been a little bit different because that was an awesome match, and and we'll get into it in a second. I just, it just, it it's just so weird. Like, like they can't not know that a lot of people. I mean, I think this got four million views uh, when it was airing live. Like, they know that this got hyped. They they know how to market, but wouldn't you want to put your best foot forward and try to get like those people that are tuning in for the first time in 10, 15 years just to st- see stone cold stun, McMahon? Don't you want to convince them to tune into the Royal Rumble to like, oh shit, this Roman Reigns guy's pretty cool. Let me let me watch some more. But I mean, if I was a new
1: viewer, I would have I would have stopped like halfway through. If you were new to the WWE and RAW, no, no. Well, I'm you, sorry
0: not not new to like the universe, but just like tuning in for the first time in like years.
1: If you're recent, like if you're not an Attitude Era guy,
0: I'm saying if you are, if you are an Attitude Era guy coming back.
1: Oh, if you were an Attitude Era guy, I mean speak for myself, being an Attitude Era guy, and I mean five, six, seven year stint where I stopped watching, pretty much right after the whole um, Ruthless Aggression era Mm -hmm. I guess yeah, watching it then, but I paid, let's say, a hundred bucks for the nosebleeds, which in those smaller arenas good seats yeah, so, yeah,
0: I'm sure there wasn't a, technically a bad seat at that Manhattan show, but for, for Barclays, I'm sure people were, were way up there.
1: Oh, yeah. If I paid 100 bucks for the Manhattan show, Undertaker come out, and then I got to see DX come out with the Bullet Club, and they had their little moment. And then after the airing was over, you had The Miz show up and get curb stomped by Seth Rollins with everybody there. Who came out, and I'm sure there was stuff in between during commercials and while stuff was happening at the Barclays Center film. So, I mean, like, be okay with it. Yeah, I guess. The only thing that would make me upset is if I showed up to the Manhattan Center and I'm watching Steve Austin stun both McMahons on television. Well, that's what they. I went to the Barclays Center.
0: Well yeah, that's well that's exactly what happened. Apparently, uh they were showing everything on on a projector and then when they they would flip it. So on on the TitanTron in on the HD TitanTron in the Barclays Center, they would show all the stuff happening in Manhattan, but when they were when they were actually doing all the live stuff in Barclays, uh, because the Manhattan Center is not as high tech, they had you know a little projector. So yeah. you know, but, I mean, you,
1: that's what they did during WrestleMania three.
0: I mean, it, I guess it's it's just it's all about managing expectations, and you know, another thing that that it's just like if I could fantasy book this Raw twenty five, if I had a month to plan all this shit and I knew, you know, okay Stone Cold's gonna be there uh, we have like 30 other wrestlers that are gonna show up like, let's do some cool stuff with all these people, instead the I would say, what 90% of the legends that showed up had a, a brief cameo like half of them, especially all the women, they just got to come out and like waved to the crowd and then they got like ushered off the stage. Like what like you had so long to plan this. Like what it it it, it just it came off like they did all this in the last minute.
1: Yeah, I mean, I could see that.
0: Like uh, think... we'll have we'll have Stone Cold stun McMahon and everybody will be happy, and then we can just figure out everything else when uh when it's like ten minutes before the show starts
1: pretty much what the biggest highlight of it was and I mean even on the Steve Austin podcast he was saying like I don't even know where I'm going I'm just going to New York and when I get there the day of they're going to tell me what I'm doing and where I'm going
0: Oh well okay <laughs> uh, how does Stone Cold I know he cut up I know he had a backstage interview afterwards but how the hell does he not cut a promo right after stunning him like he stuns the, the, okay let let's just start from the from the beginning so so okay so Shane if we're
1: starting from the beginning let me just say this then the whole Shane Stephanie thing but the thing i did like is Vince McMahon came out heal glory dude he got he got a face pop to start
0: and you know uh, say, it's Vince McMahon say, but then he
1: started talking and i'm like this is attitude era vince mcmahon
0: oh yeah he he you know say what you will about his booking lately and you know ha- is is he going senile is he going crazy spoiler alert he's decided to restart the XFL you know what we don't know what the hell is going on with him right now but
1: will say this, though. They were he saying that even has, it had bad ratings, it had great ratings for any TV show.
0: Well, it, it had it was getting like 4 million, and that was throughout the three, the, the three hours. I think it pulled over 4 million, and I think it typically averages uh, 3 million, so that's pretty damn good. That's a... Correct me if I'm wrong with my math. That's a 25 to 30% increase in viewership, uh, but... What was crazy about Vince he comes out to a face pop and within 30 seconds he has every single person in New York booing him like if if, if, you, if you need if you want to learn how to deliver a promo just watch Vince like it, it's nuts he's a master
1: he really is because I promise you he probably did not have it written for him that well, he's all off the cuff. I well, bet.
0: he's the only guy that can do that because he's the boss. <laughs> it
1: shows, though, when you have those moments of unscriptedness, you see moments of glory, like back in the day when Roman Reigns was going against Cena, and they were shoot like having fo- shots fired at each other. Scripted, that was just Cena being like, "Come on, boys, now's your chance to stand up." Yeah, um, well... Where it's like, this was a good promo. Because it's legit and it's real. Not some little poindexter writing scripts.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Dude,
1: 250 guy.
0: So, so Vince comes out, and, and he's like, and, uh, Shane and Stephanie present him with a plaque, and he, he starts berating them, saying this, it's cheap as hell. He starts belittling the new york crowd he he goes on a rant about coney island cuz i guess that's the only thing he remembers about new york uh, oh. and then finally we we hear the glass shatter and holy crap that, that pop oh, that oh yes man he's still and he still is in great shape like if you've told me that steve austin was going to be number number 5 in the royal rumble uh, it wouldn't have it wouldn't shock me if he ran the table.
1: Yeah.
0: He would just stun I was everybody. I'm very
1: shocked to see him stun everybody.
0: So, he's going okay. to stun people. So, Stephanie disappears like immediately cuz uh she's smart. Uh and then uh Stone Cold just automatically stuns Shane. He's like and 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 Vince has this great line. Uh, I'm paraphrasing, but he's like, he's like, well, well, son, you kind of suck. Or like he's like, he, he's like, you deserve that. And then he and then they they do they they do the whole beer cheers. And Vince is like, oh, do I really have to drink? It wasn't Natty. It was Miller Lite for those beer connoisseurs out there taking notes. Uh, and he takes like this little baby sip. And then he starts dumping the beer on Shane, like, accidentally on purpose. And, and, then, and then Stone Cold finally stuns McMahon. He gives everybody the finger, and instead of grabbing the mic and going on a rant, they just, like, you know, I think they cut to Manhattan.
1: Like I bet you when they cut back to Manhattan, Steve was in the ring doing promos.
0: Maybe, maybe, um, but yeah, that I, I would definitely recommend everybody go on YouTube. You can, I, I'm pretty sure it's on the WWE's official uh, YouTube channel. They put they put all the highlights for all the shows for Raw and SmackDown on there anyway. So I would definitely say that's probably the only thing you absolutely need to check out. But um, it that was they they blew their load pretty quickly because after that, like oh my god. Like, how do you go from that to the six woman tag team match that was an utter like snorefest? Like, holy crap! Talk about going from from one hundred to zero. Yeah, exactly. It was this was what three days ago, and you've already forgotten about it.
1: About the day after I watched. it. Yeah, like uh, I, I honestly only remember Steve Austin. Wyatt and Hardy. I mean... I want to say there was a tag match for, like, Usos.
0: Uh, that was on SmackDown, and it was a singles okay. match. Uh, I, okay, uh,
1: so then, yeah, what I just told you is what I remember.
0: So, <laughs> so yeah, we don't really have to mention anything about the six-woman tag match, but, uh, except for the ending, so, after Sasha gets the win uh for the 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 faces, Oscar goes stone cold on everybody and basically throws everybody out of the ring signifying what may in fact happen at the Royal Rumble, the women's Royal Rumble. Um I I know that um Corey Graves has been very adamant that he's had Oscar picked since since this thing has started. So it wouldn't. I have
1: Oscar pick too.
0: I mean, we'll get into we'll spoiler alert. We'll get into our predictions in a little bit, but I mean, if if we were betting on this, Oscar is most likely the favorite. Um, but uh, it's,
1: it's got to be her. It's never a big person, so it's never nijax because they're all going to double team her mm-hmm. and throw her over the ropes, and she don't break a hip. I mean, I don't think they're ever gonna. I think Oscar's run is gonna very long time until she loses a title so I think it's going to happen
0: so um then we get the the APA uh poker segments uh teasing some stuff that's going to happen with Heath Slater um and then uh eventually we get uh the Roman Reigns uh Miz match for the IC title which was definitely the best match of the night um, yes. Miz, go, Miz goes over. He, uh, I you know I'd have to re the the match on on uh my DVR to see if you can actually see Miz taking the turnbuckle off. But what happens is I um it it happens so fast that nobody really caught it until the announcers brought it up and they show the replay. But
1: um, yeah, I didn't even catch it either yeah I so I, I don't everybody who hits their head on the turnbuckle now is like an insta kill yeah
0: <laughs> it's the best Stop. finisher of all time uh, yeah. but
1: it's, it's,
0: when they showed the replay I think they I think they what? cut I think they cut away from it, like they they showed a different camera angle in real time, and then in the replay they showed Miz actually taking it off. But he 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 dodges Reigns and throws him headfirst into the exposed turnbuckle, and then uh, skull crushing finale one two three. We got our our eighth reign for the Miz as the IC title as the IC champion.
1: That's- the most
0: though, uh, I think actually Chris Jericho has nine. I
1: Chris Jericho had seven.
0: Uh, yeah, one of us will have to Google, but uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, that was a great match, and uh, if they, uh, they're not going to continue this feud, but if they did, I wouldn't be mad. True.
1: Um,
0: I mean, everybody thinks that we're getting Roman Brock for WrestleMania. Do they set this up through the rumble? We'll debate about that, but, um, I mean, it, it'll be interesting to see what they do with the Miz and with the IC belt, you know, does Elias go after it? Does Finn Balor go after it? Like, like we'll, we'll see. But, uh, especially cause we know Dean Ambrose <laughs> is going to be out for, for a little while still. Um, right. So after that we get Elias, and this is one of the better segments. Elias runs into Y2J right before he comes
1: Chris Jer- out. Chris Jericho has nine.
0: Oh man, I-, I beat the historian. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, somebody, somebody keep tally of that because that probably won't happen ever again. Um, I will not. I will <laughs> do homework now. <laughs> um, I've been but- riding
1: high for over multiple years. So now I gotta study.
0: So Elias runs into Y2J and Chris Jericho is surprisingly wearing his Alpha Club t-shirt from New Japan. Um, and if you guys have not watched uh, Wrestle Kingdom, watch the entire show. It, it It's what makes me uh, so pissed off about things like Raw and SmackDown when you can see what other promotions can do, um, but I mean, if you can only watch one match, that Chris Jericho Kenny Omega match was amazing, and we we won't we won't get into a tangent about that.
1: Uh, we won't. I just want to say one thing about it. It do, was Chris you did get Jericho.
0: it. You did get to watch it.
1: It was Chris Jericho's best match in a long time.
0: I think he said. Think... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead.
1: I still think Omega and Otana, Okada, I think was Ome- Kenny Omega's best match.
0: I oh, think, I, I would, I would definitely agree. I think.
1: I um, don't th- everyone was saying like this was Kenny's best match. Best uh, match I match w- in a long time, and I'm like, eh, it's Chris's best match.
0: I would oh, definitely, gosh. I would definitely say it was Y2J's best match in a while. I think um, he actually does a uh, a talk as Jericho with Kenny, and they break down the match. And I think Jericho even says it's his best match since his HBK feud. So I mean, from the man himself, I mean that that's some pretty high praise. But it was a, it was a it street was
1: because it was old school buildup.
0: It was a it was a. Making. It was an attitude era street fight, and it was awesome. But we could go on probably a, a an hour long discussion about that. We hopefully we
1: have its own episode. Yeah,
0: we'll we'll hopefully be uh, doing some more New Japan content, especially if uh, WWE keeps dropping the ball uh, like this. I might <laughs> I might have to go on a hiatus with WWE, but um, but Jericho, uh. <laughs> he he teases uh, Elias a little bit and and he eventually puts him on the list we get a return of the list and uh, I gotta say that pop that he got that Jericho got was almost as loud as Austin's
1: almost but it will never be as loud as Austin's uh,
0: I mean just the fact that it's close is pretty incredible uh, I mean I would argue Three that
1: people that I think will ever have the biggest pop
0: I mean Austin. Austin, Austin might have, and what H- Hogan?
1: if Hogan came back, that'll probably be the biggest pop.
0: See, I I think you could even argue that Austin get would Austin gets a bigger pop than anybody, including Rock and Hogan. Maybe not now I mean, because the Rock is such a big movie star and he has a little more um, mainstream appeal. But dude, Austin like. He's he's at at his prime. He he. You could probably argue he was more over than Hul- Hogan.
1: I think Austin gets the biggest pop out of everyone, no matter what. For the sole sole fact that it's not a guarantee you'll ever see him again. Yeah, if WrestleMania comes around. It's almost a coin toss if the Rock shows up. Mm-hmm. And they mend the bridge between. McMahon and WWE and Hulk Hogan, it's gonna be understood that Hulk Hogan's gonna be around. Yeah. I mean, they were even saying like, oh, WrestleMania when it was in Dallas, why didn't Steve Austin go to it? Mm-hmm. On his podcast. I was in South Texas hunting. <laughs> I'm like, that's my thing. I'm not going to wrestling on town. And everyone's else is like, oh God, how dare him? He's like, no, I retired. I'm done.
0: <laughs> yeah, he will he'll, he'll do what he wants, and then he'll flip you off if you have a problem with it. Uh, so Elias uh, eventually does make it out to the ring, and he he does his whole uh, "Who wants to walk with Elias?" Uh, spiel. He's a uh, he, he continues to be a heat-seeking uh, magnet because he, as soon as he starts playing, everybody starts cheering. But then he actually starts singing and talking shit about the city, and it's like it's like talking shit about you know the U.S. in general. If if you say anything negative about the town that you're in, you're automatically going to get booed. So Elias's gimmick is perfect for that. Uh, it is.
1: It's going to get tough though one day because he's a really good wrestler and he's like a ground and pound
0: bruiser. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and like everyone loves that, so eventually he's gonna stop getting booze.
0: I don't know, man. If <laughs> I don't care how good you are, if you say, uh, you know, Brooklyn is the worst, you're 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 like, gonna get booed. <laughs> uh, it's,
1: it's like the cheap pops, though.
0: Well, I mean, it it is kind of a cheap pop, but because he's also doing it to music and he kind of changes the th- the lyrics up a little bit, he actually puts a little bit of thought into it. You know, I'm I'm definitely oversimplifying it, Um, but his gimmick, he's perfected it at this point. I I I do want to uh, I do want to watch go back on uh, the uh, copyright WWE Network. And watch some of his early stuff in NXT. I admittedly did not know Elias while he was in NXT. I know it was more of the Drifter. He literally just like drifted around while the the NXT show was taping. Um, but did he did he actually go and address the crowd like this? WWE
1: Sorry, WWE was the first time he did it.
0: Okay, okay, because um, God,
1: it's backstage stuff.
0: It's it's a hell of a gimmick, but uh, so anyway, Cena comes out, and uh, and Elias just destroys him with the guitar, and I think the rumor was that we were going to get a Samoa. I mean, even Samoa Joe said it in his last promo that he was going to take out Cena in the Rumble. So I think they were setting that up, but I know Joe is injured right now, so I think they're pivoting to an Elias Cena. Uh, feud it wouldn't shock me if elias and and cena obviously are gonna get into it at the rumble we'll see how that plays out um but uh uh you you had any any final thoughts about that uh segment
1: I mean I thought I like any elias segment and now <laughs> I mean that John Cena's probably in the twilight of his career he's having more fun than you see more fun than he's ever had, and,
0: and he's actually like putting people over instead of getting out his shovel.
1: But I mean, Elias is just a dominating force, and I'm glad to see that they're not burying him, mm-hmm. whether it's with John Cena or anyone else.
0: Yeah, uh, built
1: him up so high for the IC title, and then crushed it and then he's pretty much done nothing ever since. But now it's like they're going to give him a second chance. I love the fact that we got a guy with the guitar that uses it as a weapon to smash it over someone. <laughs> Jeff- Jared, it's never been done. Yeah, I don't even know if the honky-tonk man did it.
0: No, Jeff Jarrett did it all the time.
1: I don't even know if the honky-tonk man did. Because it was like, oh, God, we can't do that. And then Jeff Jarrett smashed it even over, like... Mae Young's face. Like, I, just, I just want to know no like. one was safe. I really want
0: to know how much these guitars are because they're actually playable. They actually, I so mean, all
1: guitars are playable. do not you ever watch the YouTube video of the guy <laughs> play like Stairway to Heaven on like a Walmart kids guitar with like Disney princesses on it?
0: <laughs> I'll have to. You'll have to send that to me. But uh, well, but I mean, they have, to, they have to. They have to dummy these things somehow because god but all those shots look awful like that one fit the first one he did with finn he like really messed finn up too so i mean i i gotta assume these are like legit I bet
1: like yeah, they're like mark two guitars from walmart yeah
0: <laughs> they just they just bought and the whole aisle. Like
1: four chords yeah <laughs> If uh,
0: if Elias ever if Elias ever turns face, he'll actually start playing well.
1: I mean, he he could play in any rock band from the eighties. He just plays <laughs> C A G E. Yeah, That's
0: all he does. Um. So uh, I guess we'll cut back to Manhattan. We got that that weird Undertaker promo that literally didn't say anything. Uh, and I like a retirement thing. Yeah. God. I would have been so mad if I was at that show. Um, anyway, the DX stuff was fine. The revival came c- came out and uh, and took everybody's finishers. <laughs> uh, Baller Club uh, uh, Club, uh Baller Club, two suited them, uh, which was cool. Uh, they did cut to commercial during uh, uh, Scott Hall's entrance, or I'm sorry, during uh, Razor Ramon's entrance. Did you catch that?
1: <laughs> I, I but the sad thing though is I heard Kevin Nash was there, but he didn't come out. Knee he, surgery. He's probably but...
0: he's he's probably like, oh, they're not paying me for this shit. Fuck it. <laughs> um, and we got the Bray Wyatt uh, Matt Hardy match, which was okay. It was pretty short. Um, I hope I I I'd, I'd imagine this is going to continue.
1: Or that they're going to be pushing also for a. Uh... Brother Nero return.
0: Yeah, I know we're getting close to the to uh, Jeff's return, and uh, supposedly the uh, the TNA stuff has finally the, they finally settled with Anthem. So uh, I guess Hardy does have all the rights to the actual broken, not the woken, but the broken stuff. So uh, so I may- really
1: don't like this woken Matt Hardy.
0: <laughs> you what you don't like it? You don't you don't like saying the word woken.
1: Well, Because it's like you could tell Just like how they got rid of the term Like the list of terms that you're not allowed to say In WWE like Strap Or anything like that You could tell broken is on it (laughs) And every time Corey Graves Says broken Where he's like you could tell it broke Matt Hardy And then you It never fails Michael Cole chimes in Matt Hardy I'm like are you freaking kidding me like I understand, we can't say broken, but you don't own the word.
0: Um. So, was there anything I missed? Uh, I, I'm gonna talk about the uh, the Strowman Lesnar stuff, but uh, other than that, that was, was
1: pretty much it.
0: I think th- so. I mean, like I said, I this it was it was not it was not up to t- to par. For all the hype uh, but to, to end the show we get uh, we get Kane and Strowman they start beating each other up in the ring and then Brock shows up and he storms them and uh, he actually hits an F5 on Kane and uh, but then Braun finally wakes up and, and puts Bro- uh, Brock through another table uh, just like what happened for the lead up to SummerSlam Uh, we'll see if the, if, if the whole, I'm pretty sure what happened at SummerSlam is going to be the same thing that happens at the Rumble, but I digress. Um, but, uh, yeah, that was the end. That's, that's how they finished the show. Um, but, uh.
1: The only thing I did not like about it is how you could tell, like you were saying in the beginning, there were so many legends that came out in the beginning. And they didn't do anything. Oh, oh, brother love. Oh, Jonathan Coachman. All these things. Like, they're introducing him like it's a assembly line. But then it's like you could tell they ran out of time and just gave up. And you see, like, some of the ones you've already seen. And then you see Christian there. Oh. Okay, I think Taz was there. Oh. Like, uh- all these other legends walking around the ring. Punched them. No one did anything to say, like, oh, such and such is here. I mean, did you just give up?
0: We did forget to mention the uh, the APA segment. Uh, they were playing poker, uh, and uh, they set up that Heath Slater was cheating because, you know, he needs to make that money. He's got kids. Uh, and that was just the setup so that the Dudley boys could put him through a table. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, the, that... That pretty much summarizes uh, that raw. Um, I'd give it a a, a C- minus, probably a D, a D (laughs) plus.
1: I mean, from re re like going back over it, I could I'll give it a B minus you reminded me all the other stuff that happened. <laughs> the part that played in my head was a solid A.
0: If it was just the Stone Cold stuff, and they just, they're like, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, we got a 20-minute show today, and then, bam, Stone Cold comes out, gives everybody the finger, F- fuck it, he, st- he stuns literally everybody. He just goes backstage and stuns everybody. The legends, the <laughs> Sasha, the-, the women, everybody. That would have been an A-plus for me, compared to what we got. (laughs)
1: You know what I even would have loved to have seen And I know it's too late now and it'll never happen When they were doing the whole Like Smackdown takes over Raw If while that was happening If all of a sudden They showed the parking lot And you saw the Skull truck Just like they did The last time WCW And ECW tried to take over Raw And you just saw Steve Austin Pop out and just laying wasteland to everyone—that
0: would have been awesome. But anyway, Baseball yeah, we we awesome could now. we we could we could fantasy book that to death. But we got to move on because we got SmackDown to talk about. And if I'm compa- if I'm being blunt, the
1: only thing I know about SmackDown is that they have five people on their roster. That's about it.
0: <laughs> well, SmackDown was definitely better than Raw. I'll say that much. Uh, we had Chad Gable versus Jay Uso in a singles match. That was pretty damn good, and it just continues to show off that Gable is one of the top uh, workers in the whole company.
1: He's just so he's ready and Gable. He,
0: he's ready and Gable, and uh, he, he's just so damn smooth in the ring. Uh, he dodges a super kick and counters into a rolling German suplex, and. And he actually gets the pin and uh I still don't know why they didn't make him Kurt's son. That would have made a lot more sense.
1: But CJ, <laughs> we're in we're in a time now. Society is more politically correct. Minds, our hearts and our arms. <laughs> Obvious interracial relationships. <laughs> Uh, but uh, um, we make we make a bronze medalist Olympian wrestler of a gold medal Olympian wrestler.
0: I mean, that would make so much sense, but that would make too, too much, much sense. sense.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but instead, we're gonna make a two foot two hundred and forty pound African American kid, the son of a five foot nine olympian wrestler. And they're like, well, look at Jason Jordan's credentials. He played baseball. It's like, what?
0: Yeah, and he's... uh, I mean, I guess you could probably make an argument that Jason Jordan's, like, goofy cockiness, kind of, like, uh, is is closer to what early Kurt was, and Gable's more of a, like, Kurt with the cowboy hat. I
1: mean... It would have just made more sense, but I think they're just like. I think what happened is they probably initially wanted Gable, and then the day of, they brought it to Vince, and Vince is like, ha, ah, have Jason Jordan do it. Ha ha ha. <laughs> yeah. And then he lights <laughs> like, a cigar. <laughs> I think, like, uh, but Vince, it makes no sense. That's why it's hilarious. Ha, ha, ha. We'll... we'll,
0: (laughs) Fuck it. We'll do it live. Uh, So uh, after that, we got Corbin versus uh, Shinsuke. uh, After they have a a brief little backstage uh, segment, uh, you know, hyping up the Rumble. Uh, The match was okay, uh, but it really seems like this just is solidifying more and more to me personally, that Shinsuke is for some reason having trouble, uh, transitioning into the main event, uh, WWE kind of style. I think I'm assuming he had a little more leeway in NXT. Um, but the spot of the night does happen when Nakamura sets up for the, uh, Kinsasha. And I always mispronounce that. Uh, only to be hit with an RKO literally out of nowhere, uh, and
1: out of every RKO I've ever seen, the top five RKOs. It
0: was that was legit out of nowhere. He like came running out of the stands. I don't know where he came from, but
1: it was I no idea. It was, was actually.
0: Awesome. It was actually a perfect camera angle. Uh, WWE production didn't ruin it by doing like five different cuts right before (laughs) he hits it. Uh, And uh, I guess
1: Sammy Zayn pulled Kevin Owens off the table. (laughs) Where the first cut, you're like, "Oh my god, he came out of nowhere." The second cut, you literally see him sitting on the steps.
0: His hat is like poking up.
1: (laughs) He's literally waiting, and he can't be like, "Oh, Shane didn't see him." Shane literally and figuratively. Had a bird's eye view <laughs> of Sami Zayn. Uh, Everything. I'm, I'm
0: see my. We we can definitely get more into the the Royal Rumbles uh, pred- when we get into the predictions, but my assumption is that they're setting up some sort of uh, Viper King of Strong Style feud. Uh, I'm I'm guessing they're gonna be beating the hell out of each other at the Rumble and probably gonna cause both of them to, uh, get eliminated, but, uh, we'll, we'll definitely see. Um, we, we got, uh, a, uh, a women's match, uh, and, um, uh, Naomi goes over live, Liv Taylor, right? Liv she, Morgan, live Morgan. Uh, thank you. <laughs> uh, You're welcome. and, uh, yeah, that match was again forgettable. I I really want the women's matches to get more time, but it seems like they they always kind of just half ass with the booking, not not the women's performances. I want to make that abundantly clear. I think it's the booking, not the performances. Uh,
1: I, I think honestly, it's like you said, lazy booking because every match you've seen, odd and. The, re- the Reject Riot Squad with Paige came out. It's been the same matches over and over and over.
0: I guess the biggest... It, it, you know, it's probably not even the booking. Like, the actual wrestling booking. It's the storytelling. Like, there's no... There's no, like, oomph behind any of it. And I think that's what really takes the wind out of the sails of a lot of these women's matches. Because they're only given one match typically in an entire night of whether it's Raw or SmackDown, they really need to give the women some tag team belts, but that's a whole we'll nother eventually. debate. Um we'll eventually. So then we get uh an Austin awesome main event, uh, with AJ Styles versus KO and then he's go he has to fight Sammy afterwards. Um
1: saying performances I've ever seen by the way.
0: <laughs> so <laughs> the rumor actually is that KO is legit hurt. So maybe it the rump like it. Uh well wait what do you mean? He went they that match ended in like thirty seconds. I
1: mean he definitely looked like he was hurt.
0: Uh, well, I, I think they're saying there's something he's been like nursing an injury for a while now. Uh, and I, I mean, maybe it's, it, may, maybe, maybe we're, we're getting the, uh, the, the wool pull over me. Maybe, maybe I'm, I'm, uh, working myself into a shoot who, who knows, but, uh, uh, maybe we get a one-on-one match between AJ and Sammy. Cause after the, after what we got on SmackDown. I absolutely want to see that. Uh, Me too. Um, but, you know, officially WWE hasn't said anything about KO status, so I got to assume that we're still going to get the handicap match. Um, but uh, AJ's able to sidestep and roll KO into a calf crusher, and KO taps immediately. But AJ, kind of heel holds holds it in until Sammy shows up and and beats him off of him, uh, and he he keeps beating him uh, until finally they get separated and we and we actually start the second match. Uh, Sammy and AJ go back and forth in uh, what you I, I mean this might have been better than the uh, the Miz uh Reigns match from Raw. I mean it's it's definitely neck and neck. Um,
1: I mean, I agree. I think that was probably one of the best matches, though.
0: I think if they were given a little more time, you you they could put on a five star classic. Um, and it really makes, uh, especially with the uh the Sammy, uh Nakamura classic that they had at NXT. I definitely want to see a triple threat between the three of them, uh, AJ, Shinsuke, and Sammy, for the title. Oh my God, that'd be so amazing! But or a fatal four-way with KO. I mean, throw throw him in there. Any who who cares? But uh, uh, AJ hits Sammy with an awesome Frankensteiner. but it isn't enough to put Sammy away. Uh, Sammy's able to hit a, uh, a tornado DDT, which very underrated and underutilized move in my opinion. And then he even pulls out the the uh, Mikonoku Driver. And he still can't put AJ away. Uh, KO, and I don't know how long this this match actually was, but from KO is lying on the ground, and he's he has like a bunch of uh, refs and like um, you know first responders uh you know checking him and they bring a stretcher out and it takes the majority of the match to get his fat ass on the damn stretcher only <laughs> only for AJ to immediately throw him off of it <laughs> uh but when AJ goes back in the ring he gets hit with a haluva kick and then the blue thunder bomb and Sammy actually gets the win he actually gets a finish with the Blue Thunderbomb. Uh, people on Reddit were saying that's the first time he's ever actually gotten a pin, on SmackDown at least, with the Blue thunder bomb. I guess that might have been a secondary finisher for him in NXT. I love this Huluva Kick Blue Thunderbomb setup though. It was pretty damn awesome.
1: I thought it was about time he got one.
0: Um, I mean, this main storyline...
1: Bray Wyatt does with Sister Abigail.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah, it 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 looks awesome and that should definitely be his finisher. But we'll we'll see if that that's uh that's a one-off or or can, or if he uh, actually starts using that as as a finisher. Uh I mean, with that said, the main storyline between uh you know, Shane Daniel Bryan AJ and then Cammy as AJ likes to call them uh, Sammy and KO Uh, It's a convoluted mess but the show itself was definitely way better Uh, It definitely helps that it was only two hours long I give it a B (laughs) The
1: the two hour time slot's always better than the three hour one That's why I said that this was the best Raw in a long time because for what I remember yeah.
0: So exactly. uh, you had any? Did you have any final thoughts on um, on either Raw or SmackDown? I know we kind of flew by SmackDown just because uh, we have the the Royal Rumble predictions to get through.
1: Oh, well, I mean, I thought overall it was a solid SmackDown. Um, I like that KO and Sami Zayn are like friendship, feud with everybody to where...
0: Best friends forever!
1: (laughs) I honestly, personally think it's better than KO and Chris Jericho.
0: Ooh. Ooh.
1: This is is better for both of them.
0: Oh my god, I could go on a total rant how you you could totally bring Chris Jericho onto SmackDown and he's like a lover scorn and he just like starts destroying Sammy. Like and he's just like you you tossed me away for this guy you son of a bitch i'll kill you both i'm the alpha <laughs> uh man that would be amazing but uh i just really want sammy to get get a a championship G- give him the us title for god's sakes i mean just <laughs> fuck he's
1: canadian
0: i mean jinder mahal's canadian and they're they're putting him in a feud with uh, Bobby Roode, and KO's Canadian, and he, he was the U.S. champion for a little bit. He was the new face of America. Uh, but uh, a- anything else? As we uh, as or do you want to move on? I'll take your silence as a uh, let's oh. move on. Come on. All right. So I don't know. Um spoiler alert. Enzo Amore has been dismissed from WWE. Um uh if you haven't been uh, following the news, uh he was uh I guess accused it's either uh a sexual assault or uh just a physical assault of some kind. Uh and he did uh I guess the word is that he didn't tell uh, Vince, or you know the WWE higher ups, and this happened back in October. So unlike Rich Swan, who has been suspended, uh, the fact that Miz or not Miz, Jesus, uh, <laughs> Enzo didn't say anything, uh, I guess caused him to be uh taken off the show, so that or taken kicked out of the company. So uh, we don't know if there's gonna be any kind of pre-show. I think originally it was supposed to be uh Enzo defending the title. Um but so I, I don't I uh, don't know. Yeah. I don't think they're going to, but uh we'll we'll see. Um so I'm just gonna go by what's officially on the WWE website for now. And we actually because we have two Rumbles, we don't really have that many matches. Um, but the but the first one I think we should talk about will be the two out of three falls match between the Usos, the current SmackDown Tag Team Champions, and Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin, a.k.a. American Alpha
1: 2.0. <laughs> so,
0: uh, do you want to start us off on this? I
1: mean, personally, I think... Somehow, my money's on the Usos. I think the Usos are going over, two out of three. You know,
0: I think both – oh, go ahead. Sorry, your your mic's been cutting in and out a little bit, so go ahead.
1: Oh, you hear me now? Yeah, 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 you're good. This is important. I think anyone's going to beat the Usos. It's going to be them – I don't see it happening at this pay-per-view.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is the first one of the year, so they could... I mean, this whole tag division is definitely on fire. I mean, you you could definitely make an argument for New Day having the belt, for Rusev Day having the belt, for the Usos, or for Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin. So, I mean, we we could definitely see the usos move on to somebody else maybe a rusev day i mean don't get me started on how over they are god i really want rusev to do something um but uh i actually think chad and shelton have been doing a great job of slowly getting themselves over uh, even as heels I mean they're they're both just so good in the ring. Say what you will about their mic skills. I think Chad is actually really underrated on the mic he has some funny uh, meme worthy uh, uh, little phrases like uh, like uh, what was it uh, but why are they in the match? why are they in the match and he has that uh, he has that shirt like uh, hashtag free the belt. So I I, I think he, they he, they've been slowly getting over and I honest I I got Chad and Shelton winning. I think uh I think they'll get uh, a surprising quick uh pin to start the match. Usos will will slowly battle back and get the second fall and then uh you know they'll have some sort of dramatic finish. Uh maybe maybe Chad and Shelton will disqualify themselves somehow with some chicanery now that the Usos are faces, even they're like anti faces cause they still talk about the Uso penitentiary uh and and whatnot, but <laughs> I I mean I, I definitely think this is you could definitely argue this is a 50-50 type of match. But I think I think it'll definitely be a hell of a a hell of a match, especially if it starts the show.
1: It will be. It'll be a good way to start the show matches of the night of like actual matches, not rumbles
0: yeah, I think uh my think hope those are going over my hope is that the fact that there are only one, two, three, four, five, six matches officially on the card, I really hope this I know the rumbles are gonna obviously be pretty long, but uh because there's only four other matches, this will allow, and they're all for titles that they they do give them some time to 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 actually do some cool stuff. Um, like, uh, definitely, because this is two out of three. I, I I wouldn't be shocked if this goes fifteen to twenty minutes. Um, yep. but uh, but you're you're picking the Usos, and I'm picking Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin. Did you happen to get Jess's predictions for any of these?
1: Said is Roman Reigns is going over.
0: Okay. <laughs> uh, boo, Thank you.
1: boo. That Roman Reigns is going to come out in the middle of the two out of three falls and pin both teams
0: by himself. <laughs> and he the raw the raw face is going to become the Smackdown tag team champions.
1: So that's what he's thinking.
0: <laughs> I mean, that that's definitely a heel move. So, uh, but we'll, we'll actually and segue then. into the Raw tag team championship. We got the the odd couple of Seth Rollins and Jason Jordan as the champions, facing the original odd couple of Sheamus and Cesaro, a.k.a. The Bar. Um, oh. I mean, if if our listeners, if we have any old-school listeners that have been following us for a little while now, uh, they should already know that I'm a huge Bar, Mark. Uh, Cesaro, just like Rusev, is one of the best guys in the ring and for some reason he will never be put over (laughs) as far as a single competitor but uh this tag team with with Seamus has been awesome uh it's gonna it's it's really hard for me to predict this match though just because of the Rollins Jason Jordan stuff uh is is Jordan I mean we all I mean I I don't want to speak for you but I think. We we as a collective fan base can all see that that Jason is definitely going to be turning heel. We just don't know when. Uh but I
1: agree. Yeah. He's turning heel eventually.
0: I mean, does this happen now or does it happen later? I think that's that's ultimately what's going to play into whether they keep the belts or not. I'm assuming that they're going to uh they're they're gonna slow play this a little bit more. They're gonna get Kurt Angle a little bit more involved. Uh, so I gotta go with Seth and and Jordan. But my heart my heart wants to say the bar. What about you? Uh, Hold
1: I think I'm gonna go. I think I'm swinging for the fences on this one. I'm gonna go to the bar. Yeah. I think they're gonna retain to allow Jason Jordan to throw a temper tantrum. Oh, you, you
0: you mean they're gonna beat? They're gonna recapture the titles because technically Rollins and Jordan are the champs.
1: And I think it's gonna make Jason Jordan do his little temper tantrum stuff, and I'll bring back Dean Ambrose into the mix and all that. Um, if
0: wh- whether the bar wins or loses, uh, do you think uh they will? Do you think the club is going to get involved in this somehow? I mean, Gallows and Anderson haven't uh, haven't done anything in forever.
1: Yeah, I hope so now that they got We also have the Revival. Yeah, I think the Revival is going to be their next big push. Yeah, I I hope they do something with Gallows and Andrew or Anderson, but I think all they're going to be used for is to be fed to other tag teams to put them over. Yeah. You um, might get a push for a championship to say they've won it. I go anywhere further than that.
0: So, I think uh, besides the Rumbles, uh, I think this is going to be the hardest thing to predict, personally. Uh, it's the WWE Championship match, the handicap match. AJ Styles as the champ versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn at the same time, not like on SmackDown where it was one at a time. I think that would have been cooler cuz if somehow KO, you know, beat Sami to start or beat Styles to start, then it would be Sami having to fight KO for the belt. But I digress. We got we got the champ facing both of them at the same time. Um I mean, there's so many angles involved in this, and I think that's what really makes this hard is, you know, does Shane get involved? Does Daniel Bryan get involved? I mean, I think it's a foregone conclusion that they will, but in what kind of capacity? Do they actually interfere? Does Shane restart the match if AJ loses the first time? I mean, he's done He's done crazy shit like that before. Um, I mean, if you're going by pure logic, AJ doesn't stand a chance, right?
1: It's a two on one, but I think what's going to happen—it's not
0: a no DQ. Does Shane come out and say, "Oh, by the way, it's no DQ," and then AJ gets to have a chair and just starts like destroying both of them? I mean, how? I mean, AJ is phenomenal, but just like how KO and Sammy were, were bringing it up in their promo, very logically. Hey, j- just like uh, just like I always like to say, you know, score one for the heels being right and using logic. I mean, it's it's two bona fide superstars versus one. I don't care how phenomenal AJ is. I mean, those are tough odds.
1: I think it's going to come down to because Sammy's a heel, even though they're like, "Oh, we're going to be co-champs." I think they're going to have like a little feud. The See
0: if if this if WrestleMania was closer then I would love for KO and Sammy to win, and then they fight over who actually gets to hold the belt for real at WrestleMania. You know the friendship has to blow up again for the millionth time, but, man, I really hope it's over a belt like the WWE Championship. But with all that said, AJ's going... It's
1: the time he gets the belt.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, But with all that said, AJ's going over. There's no way... That Vince will sign off on there being a co WWE champion ch- champion. It's never happened before.
1: No, but it it'll go great with their storyline. But it's all about doing things the first. Yeah,
0: I and we do have the the first ever women's Royal Rumble, so may, maybe uh, maybe Vince will go and give us a little swerve. But, I mean, my my official pick's going to be AJ. I mean, no matter what happens, uh, I'm a mark for all these guys. So, I, I just hope they're given enough opportunity to actually put on a good match. I mean, we saw what happened with Sammy and AJ just by themselves. I mean, we also have the X-Factor. Is KO legit hurt, or is this all work? Uh, what was that you were breaking up?
1: Maybe that's why they had AJ kind of go heelish last SmackDown,
0: and really work the calf.
1: Because maybe they're going to pull off. Oh, KO's hurt. And I mean, he gets called out of the match.
0: Well, you're uh, you're the certified yeah. doctor. Uh, I mean, what what kind of uh, injuries can you have to a calf? I mean, you can tear it, right? I mean, yeah, if- you
1: can tear your Achilles.
0: Well not as not i um, he was in the 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 calf crusher. So I'm assuming it would be more of like a, a hamstring kind of thing.
1: Oh, the calf the calf crusher what it's ideally doing is is cap. And so I mean you could technically strain or tear one of the knee ligaments.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. So could you could you do some like let's say it's not something that extreme. Could he have something like a sprain? And yeah,
1: he could have he could have uh, sprained one of them. Yeah. Him not be able to walk.
0: Hmm. Uh, but uh, what? Who's, who's your pick?
1: Because of the way the match is set up, like you said, Shane and Daniel Bryan are going to somehow interfere. And I think AJ is going to go over on them
0: do uh should we discuss how do do we want a fantasy book or predict how they get involved does uh does i mean cuz they've been teasing this daniel bryan kind of going heel by siding with ko and sammy this whole time does does daniel put make himself the, the special guest referee uh like they tried to do before with bo- both shane and daniel being a uh, being referees, uh, does, does Shane try to change the nature of the match itself?
1: Does they... Shane tries to change the nature of the match like he did in the previous?
0: Uh, it was what, la- not not this past SmackDown, but a week ago.
1: It's like, nope, that's not how it's happening, continue.
0: Yeah, restart the match. <laughs> I, I mean... <laughs> I, I think the over-under percentage-wise that at least one of them gets involved is 99.9%. <laughs> the only way that Daniel Bryan doesn't get involved in the match is if he's in the Royal Rumble.
1: He's going to be in the Royal Rumble. What was that? In the Royal Rumble.
0: He is or is not? Is not. Okay. Uh, I think as of recording w w e has not officially cleared him, but there's still hope i know I know we're all marks so we're we're all secretly rooting for it i i I don't think it's gonna happen either but uh, uh, some
1: i don't think it's gonna be public I think that's what's gonna be one of the big pops as like a number thirty entrant,
0: yeah It'll it'll definitely be interesting. Um, now I th- we got to move on to I think what the easiest prediction that we have to do, which is the Universal Championship between Brock Lesnar, our champion, versus the Monster Among Men, Braun Strowman, and uh, the I am going to say the former, Big Red Machine. He uh, he needs a little bit of a tune up in uh, Kane.
1: With the whole Big Red Machine thing. Why isn't he not the demon
0: anymore? Well, Finn Finn Balor's the demon.
1: Oh. <laughs> he's not the demon anymore, though. He's like the Bullet Club leader.
0: Well, he's both, right? He he has that like split personality kind of thing. You you wouldn't like him when he's angry.
1: Toppable when he becomes a demon. <laughs> and so far he is, but... I it mean, stay that way.
0: do do you want to move on and just talk about the rumble matches? I mean, what? Uh, Brock's going over and Kane's eating yes. the pin.
1: Yes, Brock is going to go over. It's this is going to be a match between the two of them where Braun Strowman goes over. But the only thing is, if Braun Strowman ever goes over, who is going to be there to knock him off the pedestal?
0: If they were smart, it would be uh, they would repeat the Braun. Uh, the Braun-Roman Reigns angle, and that's how you get Reigns finally over. Uh, or you make it uh, a triple threat between... It. See, it would be awesome if instead of Kane, you got rid of him and, and put Roman Reigns in there instead.
1: And I'm just tired of these triple threats.
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean, you, so you got Brock as well?
1: I got Brock. I mean, these triple threats and multi multiple... Wrestler matches, it's just a cop-out to get a 50-50 booking. Mm-hmm. Um, Do it every pay-per-view.
0: Now, Braun has actually done some crazy things to both Brock and Kane, namely, using a grappling hook to drop an entire like uh, rig uh, on top of both Brock and Kane, potentially killing both of them. Obviously, they didn't die. Uh, but... Uh, it was a risk of serious, legitimate harm. Braun has also single-handedly destroyed uh, half of Raw. So, uh, does Brock and Kane team up to to, um, to take out Braun early?
1: I think they're going to do something, because pretty much these matches are no DQ. I pretty much think they're going to do something to take Braun out in the beginning. Kane's going to go down... Brock
0: Lesnar. Do we know if the handicap... No, sorry to get sidetracked, but do we know if the handicap matches DQ? I don't think it is.
1: Because handicap matches are a thing, but the triple threats are automatically no DQ, no countouts.
0: Yeah. So, like, Braun's gonna, Braun's gonna put Kane through a table... And Kane's going to be out of the match for, like, ten minutes, and then he's going to come out of nowhere and beat Braun up, and then Brock's going to hit one of them with an F5 and get the pin. Uh, it, it wouldn't...
1: I think they're going to do what they've been doing with Brock Lesnar, and that's have him get hit with something, go through a couple tables the, out of the match, and then come back.
0: Oh, you think that'll happen to Brock?
1: Yeah. That's what they've done the last Yeah, it times.
0: wouldn't it wouldn't shock me if this follows a very similar script to the awesome um, SummerSlam match, but the thing about the SummerSlam match that makes this different, and it's a lot different, uh, is uh, you have Kane in this match, <laughs> a guy that is obviously way past his prime. I mean, my God, he should not be involved in this match at all. Um but he's there to eat the pin. So, uh, yes. but uh, you, you had any final words on this? We both have Brock, and we both have AJ, right? I
1: have, I mean, I think it's going to be textbook what every Brock Lesnar match has become when it's a triple threat. Mm-hmm. Brock gets stretchered out. The two go at each other. Brock comes back and dominates.
0: Awesome. Moving on. I'm
1: going to do all the selling for him.
0: Uh, now we got we got the, the, the big the big question marks. We got the women's Royal Rumble match. So far the, uh, the rules are just like the men. so there's gonna be 30 contestants in this. Um, I'm gonna so far we know 18 out of the 30 and I'm gonna I'm gonna roll them off uh, real quick. We got cool. As, we got Oscar, Ruby Riot. Liv Morgan, Sarah Logan, Sasha Banks, Nia Jax, Bailey, Naomi, Natalia, Sonia Deville, Mandy Rose, Mickey James, Tamina, Lana, Carmella, Becky, Dana, uh, sorry, Dana Brooke, and Alicia Fox. Those are the announced ones. So that means we have 12 uh, mysteries, surprises. Uh, I'm assuming that Trish Stratus is going to be involved. We're going to get a couple call-ups from NXT, or not necessarily call-ups. Yeah. They've had they've had NXT people just show up, right? Like Ty Dillinger didn't get; he was in the Men's Royal Rumble last year, and he technically wasn't called up yet, right?
1: Yeah, he's just showed up uh,
0: at number ten, <laughs> of course. Um, so it, um, I think everybody. As far as a favorite is concerned, I think it's been pretty fifty-fifty between uh, Nia Jax and Oscar. With Oscar, ne- I think being the favorite over everybody. Um, I think I think the biggest question mark and what makes this really hard for me to personally predict is does um, uh, who who shows up as far as the
1: surprises. I mean, I think you're going to get, like you said, Trish Stratus. You're going to get Lita. You're going to get Beth Phoenix, I think. Do um, you, Well,
0: drum roll. does Ronda Rousey show up?
1: He will show up just to start something, like how Shaquille O'Neal does every year with Big Show. I think she's going over.
0: Who I'm sorry your mic was breaking up. Who's going over?
1: I don't I think Ronda Rousey will show up as like a number thirty just to kind of start a feud with somebody. Over. Oh man. Asuka an Oscar. Over. An
0: Oscar Ronda uh Ronda Rousey feud would be money. But you know what? I wouldn't want to see that in a squared circle. I would want to see that in a fucking octagon.
1: I think it would be optimal.
0: Sorry, your your mic's uh, your mic is uh, killing me right now. Hear me? Yeah, you're good.
1: I think that Oscar's going over. Mm-hmm. I think Ronda Rousey is going to start some type of feud with a kind of thing because mm-hmm. they're going to call up the uh one of the original four horsewomen fc four horsewomen is that her name
0: uh who repeat you uh you cut out
1: i think her name is shayna uh-huh i think uh she's going to be in there she's going to be in there and they're going to do something with the riot squad
0: mm-hmm. yeah especially with the uh, sonia deville because she's uh she's ex MMA, right? Um You are right. But uh I, I agree. I think ultimately Asuka's gonna go over, but my heart, my heart is dying for Becky Lynch to, to somehow go over. But just like Sammy, we all know that's never gonna happen.
1: She's had her chance. She's been like a two time champion. Yeah, and... we need to move past Sasha Banks, <sighs> Becky Lynch and Bailey. They need to be revamped.
0: Oh, man. I I I hate that you you might be right, but I'm going to I'm going to say that uh Oscar, I'll agree with you that Oscar is going to go over. Uh, I don't honestly if if we could fantasy book for a second though, I would love if it wasn't Oscar. I think Oscar doesn't need this because she's going to She's going to get a title shot whether she wins the rumble or not because she will just keep beating people. If she loses the rumble, technically she didn't she still hasn't lost a match.
1: But I don't even think they would do that. Like because people are going to be like, "Oh god, she lost."
0: Like you can you could use this as an opportunity to build somebody up, and that's why I think if Rhonda Rousey is actually involved, she has a really good chance of actually being the one that goes over and actually wins as a number thirty or a twenty nine, some late number, but because we can't confirm that Rhonda is actually going to be participating, she said that she uh uh recently on Twitter she said that she was flying to I think it was Columbia to finish filming something. I think it's a documentary that she's shooting. Um that, you know, we can't, we can't, we're, we're guessing if she's actually going to, so if I'm going by the people that we know, then I got to pick Oscar as well. Did you have anything else you wanted to, to, oh, <laughs> I, I, I'd be for miss to, uh, to, to not mention this. Uh, Stephanie McMahon is going to join commentary. Uh, I, I really think I'm going to have to mute the commentary while I watch this.
1: I, I don't like that she plays. I whenever it comes to like the women's revolution.
0: What was that? You could you? Re- we're gonna have to fix your audio.
1: <laughs> can you hear me?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I Don't now, like how. I don't like how Stephanie becomes the good guy and the bad guy at the same time.
0: Well, yeah, anytime it has anything to do with the women, she she automatically is like, oh, I'm all for it, blah, 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 even though I will stab you in the back if you turn around. I mean, she's just going to be really obnoxious on the mic, and if she does her whole, like, screeching voice the whole time, I will immediately mute the the commentary. <laughs> Um, it
1: most likely will happen.
0: Any uh, any final
1: final thoughts? I mean, my biggest thing is it's happening. I think it's going to be great, and they're going to have great moments of legends showing up. Well, out. You know, how about how about we segue
0: into this? How. just because we've spent so much time uh, shitting on WWE booking, how do you think they could fuck this up? Because it's the first one. Uh, What? uh, Like, uh, who who should go over? Hmm, hmm, hmm. Like, uh, a Mandy Rose. Mandy Rose goes over.
1: (laughs) That they could screw it up. Is if they're they're promoting the women's revolution, right? Mm-hmm. Women are equal to men. The only way they can screw this up, the eliminations are so over the top cheesy. You could tell it was like a botched thing mm-hmm. or something. Where it's like, you know what? We've had you guys go through the middle ropes.
0: <laughs> yeah, I I don't think they're gonna do that. Uh, I think they've they've officially said it's over the top rope and whatnot. But uh, I it would be it it'll it'll be pretty interesting to see like how Trish Stratus gets you know thrown out
1: if like when Lana gets thrown out and Nia Jax get thrown out. Like if they do it so horrifically, everyone just cringes. Like oh god, Nia like last time Nia Jax went over the top rope. Like, she well, hangs herself every time.
0: Well, we do know because she's the champ. Charlotte's not involved, so we don't have to worry about her botching another moonsault. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, yeah, I think sure we could. Enough. I I think this this should be good. I I it'd be very tough for the WWE to screw this up as long as they pick a good winner. Whether that is Oscar. I mean, there are plenty of good women wrestlers and over-women wrestlers that could totally win this. This doesn't have to be Oscar going over. If they do pick somebody else, I'm not going to throw my keyboard into my, my computer monitor. Unlike, segueing into the Men's Royal Rumble, oh my god, if John Cena or Roman Reigns go over in this fucking match oh my god I hope Philly riots and we actually have no. a, like a legit reason to have a, a thing called the riot squad
1: what would you do if I mean how many do we know that's entered 20
0: okay, no actually it's better than that so uh, it's 12 out of 30 and this is updated to the most recent uh release, which includes all of the new day, so uh, the twelve out of the thirty we have John Cena, Finn Balor, Randy is the new day <laughs> what
1: twenty five percent is the new day
0: yeah <laughs> uh, so well actually it's ten percent uh three out of thirty um, so <laughs> 12 announced. Well, yeah, true, true. Your math is better than mine. Uh, John Cena, Finn Balor, Randy Orton, Shinsuke, Elias, Baron Corbin, Matt Hardy, Bray Wyatt, Aiden English, Rusev, Titus O'Neil, Apollo Crews, Ty Dillinger, Big E, Kofi Kingston, Xavier Woods. Now, it was 13. Uh Technically, The Miz is still listed as a contestant, but obviously, he went over and has the IT title now. So... Technically, Roman Reigns is not listed. So, does Roman Reigns take the Miz's spot? I'm assuming yes. I
1: can't. Why can't the Miz be in it?
0: Well, because he's a champ. Uh, I mean, yeah, I'm not so
1: is warrior when he beat Hulk Hogan.
0: Well, I'm not. I'm not saying that uh, the Miz can't be in it, but I I think it's doubtful that they would put him in since he just became a champ. I would assume they would use this as an opportunity to put Roman Reigns in the match. I mean, maybe. I, I mean, they could. I, see... I mean, there are plenty of spots. They could have Miz and Roman Reigns go in.
1: See, and I actually want to hear your opinion on these two. Kind of segueing. I would love to see the Bludgeon Brothers get involved.
0: That's uh, that how do
1: they interact with Bray Wyatt.
0: That would be great. Uh, that actually, I didn't even think about that. But yeah, we have a lot, we have a lot of, of spots to fill. We have more spots in this match to fill than the women's uh, rumble match. So, uh, as far as guests, the only one that I think is coming back is Jeff, Jeff Hardy. Uh, other than that, I'm honestly at a loss as to see who else they're going to be filling this spot with.
1: Just say this: What would you, the, the reason why I love the royal rumble over every pay-per-view three people that could come back what would you and you know they're never going to win unless like except for batista but
0: oh man that's over. a good that's a good one
1: ever going over but what would you do all of a sudden number 29 it does not like it's it's counting down and all of a sudden, you just hear a real American. <laughs> it just Could you imagine the pop? that's uh, I, gonna happen.
0: I have one better. What? What if you get three, two, one? Yes, 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 yes. yes. He I. You would be th- number thirty. That would be a. I guarantee that would that. Okay, I'm not gonna say guarantee, but. It would be probably a bigger pop than Hogan.
1: Probably would. But it's just like... Royal the f- Rumble. The fact
0: that he still hasn't been cleared, I have to assume that Brian is not going to be in the Rumble and that he's just going to be involved in the WWE Championship match. As far as... The, the Rumble, the...
1: though, is the only time they actually keep secrets.
0: This, this is true. This is the one of the few times WWE does not spoil things. Uh, I think the Bludgeon Brothers is a great idea. Uh, who else is, like, a, the mid-carders? Uh, Ty Dillinger, oh, Ty Dillinger's already announced. Uh, wh- in it. what about, uh, yeah, we, we gotta think of, like, mid-card guys, and, um, oh, uh, uh, fucking, um, uh, Jinder Mahal, the Singh Brothers, uh, where the hell are the, um, uh, Epico and Primo? <laughs> Where the Hello hell? There. Where the hell have they been? Go. <laughs> uh, what about uh, Aleister Black? Like some NXT people. Uh, Velveteen Vel- Velveteen Dream. Uh, the Ascension. Uh,
1: what's? And I hate what they've done with the Ascension. I
0: know. Oh my God. Uh, we got the Fashion Police. Black balls. Uh. Uh.
1: Training NXT tag team champions.
0: Um, who's the uh who's the three pe- the three person group in um NXT? They're the current tag team champs.
1: DIY uh, or something?
0: No, 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 not DIY. They're um. Oh man,
1: it's uh it they're
0: led by the at they're they're led by uh, Adam Cole.
1: I thought that was the DIY people.
0: No, they broke up. Um. A- anyway,
1: well, pretty much, pretty much ever since like Samoa Joe and all of them came up, I've stopped watching NXT. Mm-hmm. It's just like,
0: yeah, I, I definitely think there's going to be a lot of NXT uh, men that get thrown in into into this. Uh, I definitely think Aleister Black's going to get involved. Um, may- maybe uh, maybe Rod Roderick Strong, maybe uh, Johnny Gargano. Well, uh, oh wait, we can't really predict that because we have the takeover before then. So we, we'll have to wait and see what happens at the takeover. But NXT's actually been really awesome lately, uh, John. I would, I would highly recommend uh, checking it out.
1: Give it a look, because pretty much unless they come into town, and I'm bored on a Friday night, here's and watch it. But besides that, like I don't, I haven't been keeping up with it just because like. Don't make sense to me. Never, mm-hmm. I do. Where, oh, like, it's the, the uh, NXT.
0: By the way, the name of the uh, the group led by Adam Cole is the uh, the uh, the Undisputed Era era with uh, with uh, Bobby Fish and uh, what is it? Uh, Ke- um, Kyle O'Reilly. That's that's who it is. Um, cool. But uh, yeah, Sanity could show up. I um, honestly, do you think there's going to be any crazy call-ups or any any like anybody returning from injury? I think Jeff Hardy has a decent shot of coming back. I know Dean Ambrose is going to be out for a while longer.
1: Jeff Hardy, but I'm trying to think, bring out of the woodwork, and highly doubt it because he's got a lot going on. But I would love to see Batista come back.
0: Oh, that would be awesome! And I know he's he's said in multiple interviews that he wants to have one more run. And he's in he's definitely good enough shape and young enough to, to to be able to do this. It, it wouldn't be like the I mean, like the Dudley what Boys. If,
1: what if Goldberg came back?
0: Uh, well, he's getting inducted into the Hall of Fame this year, so I think they're going. That that officially means he's retired.
1: I don't know. The year Roddy Piper got inducted. His induction speech was like, "I appreciate you guys inducting me," blah blah blah. He's like, "Tomorrow in WrestleMania," because he was wrestling.
0: So, well, that's that's why you're the historian and I'm not. Uh, I didn't know that.
1: Um, I mean, pretty much, it's always been the kiss of death, and because then it's like you're done. Yeah. But then at the same time, it's like, Ed, you haven't seen the last of me.
0: Do well okay <laughs> let's say Batista does show up. Does uh does Triple H and like Art and uh and Randy Orton like come like help help him out?
1: I think I think if they did, Triple H is gonna stab him in the back. Triple H does.
0: C- uh, CM Punk is number thirty.
1: Could you imagine the pop
0: Dude, if they brought back Daniel Bryan and CM Punk, dude, the fucking roof would explode. They, you know what? They wouldn't even have to go over. You could still have Roman Reigns actually win the fucking thing. But the fact that both of them coming back—that I think that and mo- they, I think that would be enough for most people. Um, yes, I
1: agree. But I mean, like.
0: I I will say to tip my hat a little bit early before we make predictions. I do not think Roman Reigns is going over. Uh, I think that say what you will about WWE and their booking, uh, but I don't think they're I think they're, who I going over. they're not they're not stupid. They're they're smarter than to repeat what happened in
1: 2015. <laughs> yes, going over who. I think we're gonna get the WrestleMania moment, Shinsuke, AJ.
0: Man, you, you our, our brains are simpatico, man. Because that that that's exactly what I'm thinking. I think Roman Reigns is going to get his title shot through the Elimination Chamber because that is a uh, Raw. Uh, I think that and also the uh, the whim, the the uh, Money in the Bank is also uh, a Raw pay per view this year. So, uh, I was actually fantasy booking Oscar instead of going over in the Rumble. I think it would be so much better if Oscar got the briefcase, because how, how dangerous would she be walking around with that thing? You know at a moment's notice she could cash that in and fucking win.
1: What I want to see, though, is somebody like they used to back in the day with the Money in the Bank, Paige.
0: Well, Paige is not wrestling anymore. <laughs>
1: But I mean, you see, I don't know. Brock Lesnar sitting at catering, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> bam! Case across the face.
0: Yeah, That's
1: what they used to do?
0: Um, so, so you think uh, Shinsuke, and it's going to set up an AJ Shinsuke uh, match?
1: Going over to go up against AJ, and I think Oscar's going to go over to go up against Charlotte.
0: Oh, you think she? she you she transfers to uh smackdown
1: i mean out to but i don't know why they can't
0: yeah i mean they, uh, it's never i don't think they've never said you can't do that now if
1: that's what i want to see with the royal rumble that, if, that's if, what i want to see with the money in the bank if i want to see these sw- these
0: swaps if they wanted to be less predictable they would give it to somebody like a rusev he's over He's definitely credible as far as, or a Finn Balor I could definitely see either one of those guys getting it uh, you know I, I, people have been talking Earl Elias uh, I know people have been talking about Randy Orton uh, potentially getting it but he winning it two years I in a row. Uh, in a row there's no effing way
1: those people you've mentioned are perfect money in the bank winners.
0: Uh, yeah I think uh, and I agree I think I think those kind of mid card to potentially uh main main title contenders those those are the guys that are perfect for the money in the bank the stipulation that always makes the Royal Rumble so uh I'm not gonna say hard to predict but more like you can kind of predict the the way they're going to book it is the fact that the Royal Rumble winner gets the main event at at um, Wrestlemania so it has to be a top guy or somebody that they think
1: yeah, is going you know, to be a top you know, guy I think I want to say John Cena when he won the Money in the Bank for a pay per view main event like mm-hmm. he didn't, he didn't do a run in at the end of the match I'm signing the contract right now for this this day whoever it is I'm fighting them at the next pay-per-view.
0: Yeah, I think I think it. I think my dark horse is going to be Finn Balor as as far as all the announced people uh I god I want I don't want to be lame and say Shinsuke but oh, that... can
1: I can I throw in a can I throw in a curveball? Yeah. Because it has happened before. What if When Balor goes in, number 30, the Demon.
0: <laughs> oh, like a Mankind situation?
1: Mankind, dude love, Cactus Jack. Dude, and tr-
0: dude, you know what? That that would be so dope. And you know what? Uh, the the Balor Club, uh, let, let's be real, the Bullet Club. God, I, I I hate how they call it the Balor Club. Anyway, um, the Bullet Club, a.k.a. Gallows and Anderson, they uh they could totally be taking part taking part in this, and they could totally uh be his bodyguards for the first part of the match, soften everybody up, and uh, and then Finn magically goes over at the end. Uh, you know, right now what we have one difference? No, we have two differences, right? You and it's the tag team matches.
1: Yes, but what if now? Just another one. What if, like you say, Finn Balor does go over, but it's down to the final three, Balor Club, and you see Finn Balor just point to each corner, and you just steps over.
0: <laughs> uh, it, you know, and that would be a perfect opportunity if Finn were to win. He transfers be an amazing he, heel transfer. Well, that and he tra- and he transfers over to SmackDown and fights AJ.
1: Dude! Oh my god the oper- the thought process I have right now.
0: Make oh. make make sure the mic is picking it up because <laughs> it okay. you keep it keeps breaking up. Got it? Nope. Tr- try again. I'll let you know. <laughs>
1: How about now? Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. See, it's it's like it, it'll pick you up sometimes. You got to hit like a certain level. <laughs> You like put eat, eat the mic, eat the mic,
1: all right, how about now yes, okay here's my here's my thought process it's eliminated, comes back as the demon, mm-hmm challenges Brock Lesnar now in Balor. They're playing it off as if they're two separate people. Wins either money in the bank or elimination chamber. You have Finn Balor as the WWE champion and the Demon as the Universal champion. <laughs>
0: that would be that would be so insane. Uh, I would love that.
1: Pop the pop. That will come of this. Get
0: get another unified uh, situation.
1: And what's even better is when he comes out on both shows, he comes out on Raw. It's the demon that comes out every time.
0: Uh, I I don't hate that. Uh, <laughs> Vince Vince would, would Vince will never sign off on that, but. Just to uh I I will say I might I might change back to Shinsuke, uh especially after we get Jess's picks, but to just be different uh, you know, and after talking about it for a little while, uh I'll go ahead and say uh Finn Balor. he he will be my pick.
1: Okay. I'm sticking with Shinsuke.
0: Okay, I could definitely change this to Shinsuke because I still think that he's probably the most logical pick. Uh, but I, if it's jo- if it's Cena, Orton, or Reigns, or though, <laughs> that place is gonna fucking riot.
1: Okay. The only thing though is you can't tell me what happens on Sunday because I'm not gonna be able to watch it till Monday.
0: Okay. Okay. Uh. Well. I don't want to be Did you, uh, did you have any final thoughts for our, uh, for our dear listeners? Eat the mic.
1: I'm sticking to Shinsuke. But I really wish my fantasy booking happens.
0: Uh, and you know what? Uh, we'll, we'll just have to wait and see and find out, uh, at the Rumble. Uh, I, I really hope we get some good surprises, um... You know, the the Rumble, watching it with you and Jess last year was actually what got me back into uh, WWE. And uh, what really cemented it was that uh, Cena-AJ match. Uh, I instantly became an AJ fan. uh, And uh, I, I remember the Rumble being kind of shitty. <laughs> so I really hope uh they're able to 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 make it a little better. As long as Orton doesn't go over, I think I think we should be happy. But uh I I think with that uh I think that'll that'll end this returning episode of k is not dead. We we had a lot to go over uh but uh definitely give us a a, a like if you're if you're watching on uh the YouTube, give us a comment, shoot us an email, let us know uh, what what you guys think? What are your predictions for the Rumble? And uh, and tell us uh, how we did. And uh, we'll uh, we'll see you guys next time.